0: Good morning, everyone. Exodus 39. In Exodus 39, we see Aaron receiving his priestly garments and a very detailed description of everything that Aaron would wear, including the breastplate and the stones that were in his chest representing the 12 tribes of Israel. Um, Just a beautiful adornment. I have provided a picture again from Rose Publishing. If you want to see it on the podcast, you can see what Aaron may have looked like and um, the details of what he was wearing. I think it's interesting that when Aaron was finished having all of his the clothing that he would wear to meet with God, there was something that he would wear over his forehead uh, and it was engraved with gold and it said, holy to the Lord. And he wore that before he could enter the tabernacle in order to be in the presence of God. You know, God gave this instruction to Moses on building this entire tabernacle. And after every section of what it talks about as far as what they made for Aaron to wear, and then ultimately the entire tabernacle summarized in this chapter, it says over and over, just as the Lord had commanded, just as the Lord had commanded. I mean, it says that like 10 times in this chapter. And then even later on at the end of the chapter, and let me just read for you uh, verse 42 and 43. So the sons of Israel did all the work according to all that the Lord had commanded Moses and Moses examined all the work and behold, They had done it just as the Lord had commanded. This they had done. So Moses blessed them. And this is the only time that Moses blesses them in that way. They had assembled not only Aaron's clothes, but everything that we've seen be made in the last many chapters. It's all getting brought before Moses now to inspect. And he's like, wow, you guys did. It exactly as the Lord had commanded. You know, it's interesting to think about that the Lord commanded all this stuff. I mean, the bronze altar and all the hangings and the cords and the coverings and the gold lampstand and all the utensils and the Ark of the Testimony, the poles, the mercy seat. I mean, it goes on and on, right? The table of presence, um, all the the things that God had designed and given essentially like a blueprint to say Moses I want you to make it like this. I think what it shows is that God is a lot more thoughtful and detailed than what maybe we perceive sometimes. And you know when you take the the word of God and you see how things have tied together in old and new testaments and all the planning that goes into making that happen. Uh it it's amazing how God plans and thinks of details and how things work out. So we shouldn't be surprised when we see the Word of God come together in a, a grand plan because our God thinks like that and uh there's beauty, there's beauty in it. So one of the things I want us to see today, though, is that you know, if you take a look at that picture, all the clothing that Aaron made in order to be in the presence of God. See that the tabernacle was holy, and people couldn't just go into that. I mean, all the people just camped outside. There were fences and gates, and in order for Aaron to go in, he had to wear this clothing, and you know, he had that thing on his head saying "holy to the Lord." Um, The presence of God was a a fearful thing; it was a holy thing, and you couldn't just do it willy-nilly and what what's amazing is how much has changed today you know we're going to see the glory of this tabernacle set up in chapter 40 and the book of exodus comes to an end with the glory of god being in the midst of them and dwelling among them and what a treasure that was i mean this israel nation was now going to have god dwelling in their camp this is an incredible thing and i mean they took great pride and great um, pleasure and were in awe of the fact that God was with them. And, you know, they didn't want to go up to that promised land without them. They only wanted to go because they could could have God with them to help them and have them be successful. So it was remarkable that God dwelled among them. And what's so incredible is that today, church, in the New Testament age, did you know that now just as Aaron had to dress himself right to be in right standing with God. Now today we are clothed with Christ. When we believe in him, it's not, it's not the clothing that puts us in a position that makes us be able to be in God's presence. It's the fact that we've believed in him and believed in him and that we've been forgiven. And as a result of believing in him and having been forgiven, we are now made right with Christ. In Galatians chapter 3, it says, Now you have been clothed with Christ. So the clothes that we now need to be in the presence of God is that we believe in Jesus. And it's it's that we're clothed in righteousness then because we've been forgiven of our sin. And just as Aaron had to be right in order to be in the presence of God, the way that we are made right now, justified, made right, righteous, is by believing in His Son. And that's what allows us to be in His presence. Now, what's even incredible is that, did you know that now you are the sanctuary, First Corinthians chapter 6? You are now the sanctuary where God dwells. You are now the tabernacle of God. I mean, the glory that Israel had in, in God living in their camp, God now lives inside of those who believe. His presence, I'll be with you always, even to the end of the age. That's how much things have changed in the new covenant in Jesus is that now not only are we clothed with him, which makes us right so that God can dwell, but he can dwell inside of us. Those who believe now, all this effort, we've been going through chapters of detailed instruction on how God would dwell in their camp. And now it's this, believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will be forgiven and God will dwell inside of you. Hallelujah. It's an incredible thing, and may we not take that for granted, and may we not forget that we have access always, I'll be with you always to the very end of the age, that His Holy Spirit lives inside of us who believe, and we have counsel from on high. We have the Lord God who wants to guide our lives, and you know, just as they followed everything, they obeyed everything that the Lord God commanded them to do in building this tabernacle, we have strength from God to obey him, to live for him now, to, to live, to honor him. You know, that when Jesus Christ was on that cross, you know, he was in Jerusalem on Golgotha, um, the place of the skull, just outside the temple area. And when he died on that cross, there was the veil that separated the holy place from the most holy place in the true temple of God. Now the permanent structure that was built in Jerusalem, they, they rebuilt a permanent structure instead of the tent that was in, you know, now in Jerusalem when they had their home and they were in the promised land. Well, there was a big thick veil, massive, and it separated the holy place from the most holy place, just like the tabernacle that Moses built here. But when Jesus Christ died on the cross, that thing was torn it from top to bottom, it torn it in half. And that was a, a sign and a symbol that the way to the most holy place has now been opened up. It's not just for Aaron and the high priest, and it's not just one day a year. The presence of God now has been opened up for those who believe in him. And Did you know that you could even take this a step further? There's so much here, but you could go read uh, you know, the book of Hebrews, which talks a lot about this, and in particular chapters 9 and 10 of the book of Hebrews. Did you know that when Jesus Christ died, it says that, you know, this tabernacle that, that Moses made is a shadow of the heavenly one. So that there's like there's a heavenly tabernacle, and the one that was made on earth was to reflect the true one proper tabernacle that exists in heaven. And and that's God had a design, and it, it was the it was designed after the heavenly tabernacle. But when Jesus Christ died on that cross, he entered through the heavenly tabernacle. He opened the way to the better tabernacle, the one that was in heaven, and this the 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 tearing apart of the of the veil that separated the holy place and the most holy place is a symbol on earth of the fact that Jesus entered through the most holy place of the heavenly tabernacle, and he opened the way for us to be in the presence of God. And, and the one that was on earth was just a shadow of the real one. And now you have, who believe, can now draw near to God. Hallelujah. Um, this is an incredible thing that we have today in the new covenant, that God has opened the way for us to his presence. Hallelujah. He has clothed us with righteousness. He's made it so much more simple now. Uh, instead of getting to God through the law and all the laws, what they did, the laws showed us that we couldn't live to them. And and what God did when we couldn't live to all the Old Testament law, he said, here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my son to be the once and for all final sacrifice. No longer is it going to be through the law. I fulfilled the law through Jesus. Now the way to God is through my son, Jesus that you would believe in Him. Have you become born again, and have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? And now, the one thing that you're supposed to do is not only believe, but but baptize. And there's there's a lot of verses in the Bible that says when you when you believed and you baptized yourself, you clothed yourself with Jesus Christ through the baptismal waters, and that's the way to officially make your profession of faith is to to. Go underwater, water to your old self, and rise to a new life in Jesus. Have you been baptized? Have you given your life to Jesus? He wants to come live inside of you. He wants to forgive all of your sin and promise you eternal life and strengthen you to live for him. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad to live in the new covenant? Aren't you glad to receive the righteousness that Jesus Christ gives us through faith? Man, hallelujah. You know, today when I go to church, I still try to dress, you know, professionally, I guess. I try to look decent. I try to look nice. I try not to be, you know, overly casual in my dress. But it's not about dress anymore. It's about faith in Him because those who believe in Him have been clothed with Jesus Christ. Imagine all the stuff that Aaron put on if you look at the picture, all the things that he put on that God prescribed in order to to come into his presence. And now we come into his presence through Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the new covenant, for the grace of God, for the righteousness that comes through you. What a blessing we have today. Um, Well, I look forward to closing out chapter 40 with you in the book of Exodus, because it is pure glory. Um, Everything's finally done. And God's going to come dwell among them. And hallelujah, God dwells in us today. God bless you all.